Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars, how y'all feeling? I'm excited about my upcoming three-day workshop on how to conquer analysis paralysis. It will be on Zoom October 25, 26, and 27th. So if you feel like you're stuck living on a hamster wheel thinking, I don't have enough expertise to apply for that leadership role. I can't email this out yet because the executives are gonna find something wrong or think it's awful or I don't know what decision to make about this part of my life, this workshop is for you. At the end of the workshop, you're going to feel confident enough to make decisions and tackle all that shit and more in your life. So go to sarahmoody.com and you'll see the conquer analysis paralysis button at the top. And I can't wait to see you on Zoom in a few weeks. So today I want to talk about why I quit drinking and why it's not for the reasons you think. If you've ever been sober curious or thought about making your drinking more conscious, this is for you, baby. So I started drinking when I was 15, and this week I'm officially celebrating two years without alcohol. I quit drinking not because I had a problem or worried about alcoholism, but because it just made me feel like shit. I used to love having a cocktail or two, but the next morning I would wake up regretting it. My head would be foggy or I'd have a headache. I'd write in my journal and my thoughts were all about being shitty and critical of myself. And I felt like I was always beating myself up and it was always come back to some variation of why did you drink last night? You're going to suck today. And I wanted to feel fresh at work. I wanted to have enough energy to work out. I wanted to stop spending the next day worrying if I would, if I'd embarrassed myself. Drinking felt so fun and adult and fancy, but at some point I was just tired of feeling bad afterwards. So I decided to see what would happen to my life if I quit drinking alcohol. Let's face it. We all know, even if we don't want to admit it to ourselves, that we lose our agency as confident badass women when we drink. It literally slows or stops the functioning of our prefrontal cortex, AKA our CEO brain, and then we wake up the next day feeling foggy in our brains or downright like cat shit. And I learned recently from Holly Whitaker's book, Quit Like a Woman, that this is because alcohol is actually ethanol. 
as in the same stuff that's in gasoline and hand sanitizers. Fucking yikes, right? For me, quitting drinking was the first major change I made that was about unlearning what society taught me. I made a decision to quit and chose discomfort so I could create the results I'll share today. So why do we as a society love booze so much? And what's it like to not subscribe to that anymore? As a culture, as a society and culture, we drink. It's totally normal, right? When you go to a restaurant, we're asked if you want a cocktail. There's literally wine everywhere. And when you go to a party, dinner at a friend's home or a sporting event or that music concert, you're going to be asked by friends if you want a beer, wine, or a cocktail. We bring wine as gifts to so many occasions. And there's tons of shit on social media about wine culture, beer culture, mommy juice culture, drinking wine to relax, yada, yada, yada. It's fucking everywhere. But why do we drink? Why do we even desire it? That's the question. Desire is something we learn. That blew my mind, y'all, when I learned that. Of course, we have innate desires for food and water, but our specific desires are directly influenced by our family and our culture. I thought my desire for alcohol was just who I was, something innate inside of me. I didn't think desire was a choice. I didn't think I had control over whether I desired that guy or broccoli or booze. Desire is one of those unconscious programmed ways that we think that seem to be like involuntary. They just happen. Why? Because of the way your brain works. And this is what's so critical about this. Remember, your puppy brain likes efficiency and he wants to conserve energy. So when we learn something, we're using our CEO brain. But once we've repeated it enough, it becomes a pattern and it requires less energy. And our puppy brain takes over and it becomes a habit so that we don't have to think about it anymore. Desire works the same way. It is what we learn and repeat. So when you see a glass of wine or maybe even just think about having a glass of wine after work, your brain triggers desire because it's the pattern it knows. And this only happens because your brain associates alcohol with some sort of pleasure, even if it's just gratification of a desire. And we literally have just programmed ourselves to desire alcohol. And when I understood that I had programmed my desire for booze, I felt relieved because if I created that desire, I knew I could unprogram it. And to start unprogramming it, I had to understand what the reward my desire was seeking. For me, it was that I could turn my brain off from the day. I spent so much time in a nonstop turbocharged thought tornado that my treat at the end of the day was taking a break from my own brain. I thought that alcohol was a thing that like helped me feel calm and relaxed. I was always thinking something like, it's been a long day. I need a drink. I deserve to take a break. I just have more fun when I drink. I don't want to be weird and feel left out if everyone else is drinking. I'll just have one. I would have that thought. Feel the urge to drink. Have a drink. Get a hit of dopamine because remember, the puppy brain loves instant gratification. And then the alcohol would slow my prefrontal cortex down, my CEO brain. And I would think I was relaxed. And the cycle got stronger. 
as I just kept repeating this action. This is the classic desire action reward cycle that we use to learn any habit. And it works really fucking well. So if you struggle with feeling like, why do I always end up drinking? Understand that your brain is doing its job perfectly. Nothing has gone wrong. But here's the reframe. What I realized when I started to quit drinking was that stopping my thoughts wasn't the same as actually being relaxed and calm. Because relaxed and calm are feelings, right? So feelings come from our thoughts. So if I'm just trying to escape my thoughts, number one, it's not going to work for long. And number two, I'm not even receiving the benefit of true relaxation. And even better, I realized that my puppy brain was pretty much powerless against my CEO brain. Literally, even if you want a drink, your prefrontal cortex or your CEO brain has to actually agree to initiate you getting up, getting the glass, pouring the alcohol, drinking it. It cannot do that without your CEO brain. Now, let's be clear. I'm not talking about using willpower alone. Have you ever tried that? I have. And it was a shit show. One of my favorite coaches, Cara Lowenthal, calls willpower the fuckboy of all emotions. So fun, so great, until he leaves your ass in the dust on a whim. So we can't stop drinking just by white knuckling through it. In fact, it will probably just lead to more drinking since your puppy brain is desperate to escape those deprivation and restriction feelings. It's just going to get louder and louder until you end up giving in. The great news is that's not the only option. I didn't quit drinking by willpowering my way through it. I just learned the skill of using my CEO brain. The first step is what I always say, disrupt and unlearn all those bullshit limiting beliefs. Mine sounded like I'm going to be boring. I'm going to be stressed all the fucking time. I'll never get a break. My friends are going to break up with me. I'm going to feel so deprived. Life is going to be hard without drinking. You'll notice that all of these were basically about one, turning my brain off, two, avoiding insecurity, and three, fitting in with my friends. I literally thought that my best friends in the world would leave me when they heard me order a seltzer instead of a cocktail. I mean, maybe that could happen, but would I even want to be friends with them at that point? So when I identified these limiting beliefs, they brought up so many uncomfortable feelings. And I practiced sitting with the anxiety and the deprivation and the fear. And I'm not going to lie. It was not my favorite experience ever. It was challenging. It didn't feel good. But also, it didn't last forever. The feelings would come in waves and then they pass. And after the first few weeks of practicing, I stopped noticing them as much. And instead of daily, they started coming more on just weekends. After a few months, they only came up when I was out with friends or, and then after about a year, I barely felt them ever. Most recently, I went to Napa with a friend who literally owns a vineyard and felt zero desire and zero FOMO. I mean, that's a huge fucking win, right? So let's wrap up with a few things I didn't expect from this process. Number one, I became fucking amazing at feeling my feelings. 
I thought I was quitting drinking so I could feel better, but I ended up being able to feel deeper and fully embrace the 50-50 of life. This has completely changed my life. I do feel better, but mostly because I can be compassionate and loving with myself while I go through the full human experience. Number two, I got really fucking comfortable being uncomfortable. It sounds cliche, but it's such a valuable skill. I've seen it pay dividends in totally unrelated areas, like growing my tech business revenue by 50% in a single year. I've also applied it to create so many other amazing results in my life, like quitting sugar, writing my book, starting this podcast. It actually transformed my life. Lastly, I learned the massive power of just making a fucking decision. Once I decided to stop drinking, I didn't go back and forth. I just trusted myself and did it. Was it as easy as it sounds? Of course not. But practicing that trust, talking to my future self every day, recommitting to my why, all of that resulted in the absolutely unshakable confidence I get to live in today. This was a total game changer for me. And bonus, not only did my friends not break up with me, but several of them have said they want to quit as well. I'm so glad I can be an example of what's possible for them and support them in any choice they make. I really love my identity as a woman who doesn't drink alcohol. I get to wake up every morning with a clear, sparkly brain. I get to feel my feelings. I get to show up for myself. My life is honestly so much easier and more authentic than I ever thought possible when I decided to quit. And it makes me so much more committed to all the other hard, amazing things I'm doing in my life right now. So what about you? Have you ever thought about quitting drinking? Do you think it has to be all or nothing? Do you worry about being left out or feeling weird? Does this make you curious to try becoming a conscious drinker? I want to know. So feel free to email me your thoughts at ceremonycoach at gmail. And if you have friends you think might be curious about this, don't forget to share this episode with them. All right, sunshine, you're amazing. You can say yes to anything you want. I love you and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn. Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.